Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Tony Ferguson, who is coming off a defeat against Nate Diaz at UFC 279, and what a week it was for all the fighters, but specifically Tony, who went from fighting Li Jing Liang in the co-main event to getting pushed up to the main event to fight Nate Diaz after Hamza Chemaev missed weight. And honestly, this move worked into Tony's favor, because he went from fighting Li Jing Liang, who is a solid fighter, but has little name value. And personally, I thought Li Jing Liang was going to beat Tony had they fought at UFC 279. So luckily that didn't happen and instead he got an even bigger fight against Nate Diaz which was the main event. So this was all going well for Tony even though it wasn't the original plan. But even with this fight being more favorable for him, he was still unable to get it done and because of it, he is now on a five fight losing streak. Now I'll give credit to Tony. He was making it a fight and some were even saying that he was winning on the scorecards before he ultimately got submitted. But but man, what a weird fight this was. Some people loved it for that reason, but some people were like, what the hell was happening? I still don't even know what to think of it. But in the end of the day, even though Tony may have looked better compared to his previous defeats, it was still a loss. But even Tony himself has been saying that he feels like he's back to his old self. And maybe he feels that way, especially now that he doesn't have to make that big cut to 155, which is nice to see because if Tony's going to lose fights like this, then I'm not too worried compared to when he gets knocked out like how he did against Michael Chandler. But once again, regardless of how he loses, it's still a defeat. And even Daniel Cormier recently came out talking about how he believes Tony is done after that defeat to Nate Diaz. On his show DC and RC, Daniel said, I cannot believe what I was seeing. I'm not saying it was the worst fight of all time, not by any stretch of the imagination. It tells me that Nate Diaz still has a bit left in the tank if he wants to fight. But it also tells me Tony Ferguson is done as a guy that I've seen in the octagon. Tony Ferguson is done, bro. He is a shell of himself and he doesn't want to retire. He actually said he feels like he got better. He saw some good things. I'm like, what did he do in there to show that he's better than he was prior? That's what stands out to me. For Nate Diaz, not fighting Hamzat was a gift from God. That is literally best case scenario for him. But you know what the crazy thing about Tony Ferguson to me is that he wasn't a gradual decline. It was like he got to the edge of the cliff and just fell off the cliff. It was Justin Gaethje, then that was it. The moment he was done was the interim title fight. He wasn't as good. Granted, he lost to Benil Dariush and Charles Oliveira, so you go, well, he's fighting the best in the world. But now we got to see him fight Nate Diaz, who's not the best in the world right now. Nate will tell you that he's the best in the world, but he didn't do great against Nate. And as brutal as this is coming from Daniel Cormier, I have to agree with him. Tony in his mind may think that despite this defeat, things are going to be looking good moving forward. But as much as we can say he looks good due to moving up to 170 and not having to cut much, when it comes to his actual fighting, I have to agree with Daniel. There was nothing there that told me that Tony Ferguson is back. And I've definitely had this feeling about Tony after that Benil Dariush fight. But I do agree with DC and where it all started after that defeat to Justin Gaethje. Tony took so much damage in that fight and because of it, he's no longer the same fighter as he once was. And that fighter before was someone who went all out. A guy who was tough, would mix it up and was relentless. This guy was excited to make it a war, but now it just doesn't seem like the case anymore for Tony. He doesn't have that fire in him like he did before. And to his credit, he's getting old. He's 38 years old and you can't expect him to be the same Tony Ferguson that we had when he was younger. Especially this guy who has taken so much damage over the years. Now all we could really say about Tony when it comes to the positives of his fighting is that he still shows a lot of toughness when he's in there. 
But at the same time, that's like a double-edged sword. Yes, he's still tough, can still make it a fight against some of his opponents. But what if he's too tough for his own good? And honestly, that's what it seems like the mentality is for Tony Ferguson right now. Because despite this five-fight losing streak, he still wants to continue fighting. And I understand he's a big name and there's money to be made. But in the end of the day, this is so hard to watch, especially for someone like myself who loved Tony and believed that he is one of the fighters who got screwed the most by the UFC. So to see him at this point where these losses are affecting his legacy, yet the UFC is still using him because they know he's a big name, it leaves a sour taste in my mouth because it shows that the UFC had the upper hand in this. 12 fight win streak, but was never able to fight for the undisputed championship. And yes, although people still support Tony due to the cult following that he built for himself, we also have to admit that the more he continues to lose, the more people are not going to care. The same thing happened with BJ Penn. Yes, he was losing fights here and there, but once he went on that crazy losing streak by the end of his career, no one was paying attention. Same could be said about Anderson Silva. No one was caring as much as before, and it's just so sad that this doesn't only happen to Tony, but to all these legends who are on the decline. But anyways, Tony still wants to fight. Of course, he signed a contract. I'm not too sure how many fights are on it, but it seems like there's still quite a bit. So either Tony fights out this contract or the UFC cuts him. But in my opinion, I just don't see the UFC cutting him because of how much name value Tony still has. They could easily put him on the co-main event of a card or headline a fight night, and it will do good numbers for them. And like I said, for Tony, even though he's making money now from these fights, it's also tough to watch because yes, it doesn't really take away what he did before, but it's never fun to watch an aging fighter continue to fight, but just lose fight after fight. But yeah, Tony is down. The UFC is still down. So the question is, who's next for Tony Ferguson? And let's start off with this. I think the fight against Conor McGregor is out of the water at this point. Unless Tony can get a win in his next fight, I just don't see the UFC matching him up with Conor now that he's on a five fight losing streak. And that's why I wish they did this fight earlier. Like if Tony was on a two to three fight losing streak, it would have been the perfect time to match him with Conor. But at this point, it's just not going to happen because I don't even think Conor would be interested to fight someone like Tony, who yes, is still a big name, but five fight losing streak. Like what's that going to prove for Conor if he beats Tony at this point? And I think he recognizes that as well. So I just don't see that fight happening unless Tony wins one fight at least. But that's the problem. It's hard to think of a matchup where I actually see Tony winning at this point because the guy just doesn't have it anymore. I don't want to bash him, but that's what happens when you get old and you take a lot of damage in your fights. These things are bound to happen. And we're just at a point right now where Tony is going lower and lower in competition and the UFC is using it to build up these up and comers. And what scares me even more is that even though I think the move to 170 is good in terms of Tony's health, I also think it's bad because he's going up against heavier hitters at welterweight. That's why I say this matchup with Nate was great because Nate's not really a natural 170. He just moves up there because he doesn't want to make the cut to 155. But naturally, his frame is perfect for a lightweight. So Tony didn't fight a natural welterweight in my opinion. But when he does, that's going to be scary. That's why I was worried about his fight with Li Jingliang. Because not only is Li Jingliang a big fighter, but he has a lot of power in his hands. And had that fight went down, I think it would have ended badly for Tony. And hey, who knows? Maybe at this point, the UFC is going to set up that fight again, which would be very bad news in my opinion. But now that Tony is on a five-fight losing streak and Lee is coming off a defeat to Daniel Rodriguez on the same night, I could 
see this fight happening, especially because it would be a big name for Li Jingliang despite being on this five fight losing streak. But like I said, that's not a favorable fight for Tony. So which one do I like better for him? Of course, there's Jorge Masvidal who's in the mix, but even though Jorge's on a three fight losing streak, I just don't see him taking this fight against Tony at this point because realistically, there's bigger fights for Jorge at this moment. And that's the problem with these big names going up against Tony. It just doesn't really do much for them at this point compared to before. And that's why the natural fit is to match Tony with someone in the same position as him or an up and comer who would be glad to take that fight against someone with so much name value like Tony. Now, when I talk about up and comers, I have to be honest, I favor them over Tony at this point because momentum, different momentums for these guys. Tony's on the decline. These up and comers for the most part are on the incline. So I could match up Tony with someone like Daniel Rodriguez who beat Lee Jingliang. And even though that was a controversial win for Daniel Rodriguez, he's still on a four fight win streak. So for him to fight someone like Tony next would be favorable for him, in my opinion, just because of how well he's been doing compared to Tony. But once again, I could see the UFC making a fight like this. At this point, they don't really care about if Tony wins or loses. They take his name value, put it on a card, and people are going to show up. You know how many comments I've seen online of people saying, win or lose, I support Tony and I'm going to tune into his fights? A lot of people. And the UFC knows that, so they're going to capitalize off it. But even if it's fighters who aren't rising prospects, but veterans at this point, like Neil Magny or Michael Chiesa, I still favor them over Tony right now. Now, a fight that I haven't talked about, but would be interesting in my opinion, would be if Tony fought Steven Thompson. And I know a lot of people are probably saying, do you want Tony to lose? Now, listen, at this point, I just don't think there's many favorable matchups in terms of winning fights and name value for Tony at this point. But when it comes to name value and interesting matchups, Steven Thompson is a name that fits in there, in my opinion. There is still the potential of a knockout from Steven. But at the same time, Steven seems like he's also on the decline at the moment. And even though he's on a two fight losing streak with those two defeats being to Gilbert Burns and Bilal Muhammad, I just think he's at a point where he's no longer going to contend for the title. So why not put him up against these veterans or legends? And maybe Tony Ferguson is that fight because he has the name value. And also stylistically, it would be a favorable matchup for Steven. And for Tony, he's going to be getting a top 10 guy in the welterweight division. So that has to excite him. And it's just not the most difficult fight for him compared to other guys in the top 10. So if you want to give Tony a high ranked fighter who is no longer going to contend for the title, I think Steven Thompson is a good option. But personally, I see the UFC rebooking that fight between Tony Ferguson and Li Jingliang. But what do you think? Who should Tony Ferguson fight next? And do you think he'll still be able to win a fight in the UFC? But that's a lot for now. So I'll see you in my next one.